We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. What we are very proud of now is that we penetrate the cabinets. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against. We've still got Fauci walking around free. The man should be in irons in the darkest pit. As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't. This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. It is Thursday, the 14th day of April, the year of our Lord, 2022. I am Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams. Bruce, how are you today? It's good to see you. Healthy alive. Yeah, doing well. Are you feeling stressed at all? Uh, yeah, but uh, I, I imagine it's probably for different reasons than what uh, what you're going to bring up. This is a tough time. If you're a uh, if you're a Twitter employee, it's a tough time because of mm. Elon getting there and buying yeah. up nine and a half percent or whatever it was, and then got offered a board seat, turned that down. But the Twitter employees, man, they were really upset. They were stressed out for well about a week, really. Um, and that's a, that's a lot to take on when you've got uh, a billionaire that really hates your agenda that you're trying to push on people. Um, and, and he comes in and threatens to demolish all of that. Well, that's that's cause for stress, isn't it? It really is. Twitter employees are having a day of rest because they've been stressed out by Elon Musk's presence. Um, okay. Definitely uh, tone deaf for what the rest of us, the stress that we're, we're uh, dealing with as far as uh, Twitter is concerned. One of the things uh, w- with that, Musk, you know, bought up a bunch of stock, like you said, and then he was going to uh, look at joining the board, but he turned down the joining of the board. Do you know the speculation as to why he turned down the board uh, position? I don't know, but okay, I I did hear that he turned it down because if he doesn't take a seat on the board, that will allow him to buy more shares. So he could still buy more shares um, if he was on the board, but you're limited to 14.5%. You can't go Uh any higher than that. Right. And, and he, he's he limited this, on speech. Right. If he do, and if he if he stays off the board and he continues to buy shares, then it's going to straight pay, to 51% and then own it. Yeah. It's it's literally what you're doing there, you're you're literally it's a hostile takeover. Is what it's a it hostile is. takeover. Potentially. So that's potentially what's going on. Is he could be potentially going in for a hostile takeover and and is just going to take the whole thing over. Which if if somebody was Okay, so here's the thing. Musk is, uh, he's still, I don't trust Musk, right? He's still on the globalist climate change agenda, right? Um, he still did uh, a bunch of manufacturing deals with China and China mysteriously has, uh, their space program has, has basically grown in leaps and bounds since he's had manufacturing there in China. Now, he may not be doing deals directly with them to sell off his, his, the knowledge of his um, uh, technology that, to them. However, if you have manufacturing there in China, you have no control over the data or any of the blueprints or any of the information that you're manufacturing there. So it's very likely um, that China, go figure, stole that information. But all that to say, um, I don't trust him, but... Uh, if somebody was to go in and take over Twitter, that's the billionaire I would I would peg as as being the one to buy it up. He has the he has the capital to do it. Honestly, as far as uh, financially it's concerned, 
it could be advantageous for him to do it go in and buy 51% because he did the he did the first buy in that could have been just testing the waters uh the stocks rose by like 25% when he did that so he 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 tested the waters seen what it would do um now he could go in and 51% it and stocks would go up again and he could potentially make money on it uh so it's not it's not really a loss short term long term though i'm not sure how many people are are on twitter and can he make enough changes to twitter to attract new customers and and keep the mm. ones that's already there. That's a good question because it's become a safe haven for the woke mob, hasn't it? It has. Uh, I actually heard a uh, heard a television presenter describe it one time, uh, a British television presenter, and he said simply this. He said, Twitter now is just a place for very left-wing people to promote increasingly left-wing views to other left-wing people. And that's exactly what it's become. He said that in seven seconds, and I hope I did just as much. He's not wrong. That's exactly what it's become. Every single person that has had any kind of uh, opposing view, I, I don't even want to go to the, the, the point of, uh, of conservative view, because some of these people that have been kicked off there haven't actually been conservatives. They've been on the conservative train, but the night of, I want to say it was January. It was right before the January 6th thing. So it was uh, it was after the election was, should I say over? <laughs> it was after the election was over and they declared a winner. I'll just put it that way. And then once that happened, once that was secure, they started swinging the ban hammer because as soon as everybody started to post up things, as soon as everybody started to uh, voice opposition is as to, hey, wait a minute, where did all these truckloads of ballots come from in the middle of the night? Why do we have those lines going vertically up at three o'clock in the morning? Wait a minute. This video that's being put out uh, in Georgia when they send everybody home and then they pull out these five suitcases full of ballots from underneath the desks. What about these things? When you had guys like Rush Limbaugh, who was still alive at the time, God rest his soul. Whenever you had guys like Rush Limbaugh come out and start saying that, everybody was getting banned. I remember I messaged you at like two o'clock in the morning that night. I said, everybody's getting kicked off. And you said simply, it started. And that's exactly when it started, was that. Uh, Facebook started following suit shortly after. Uh, and this is exactly what they wanted to do. Make no mistake, this is they're a few years behind. This is exactly what they wanted to do back in 2016, prior to the first election of Donald Trump. That's what they wanted to do. After that happened, after Trump was elected in the United States, Zuckerberg, Dorsey, and, and Sundar Pichai, and all these guys got hauled in before Congress. And Maxine Waters is sitting up there on the panel in the House committee saying, how on earth did you people allow this to happen? After that grilling, I'm sure that they got together and said, or excuse me, I'm sure they got together and they were told, you are not going to allow this again. And that's when it started. But Facebook was on self-destruct anyway. That's a good question you bring up about Twitter. And I, 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 I don't want to gloss over that. But the Facebook thing, I have the statistics in my head on Facebook. And it's not that much different, let's be honest. Because Musk just asked Zuckerberg the other day from his account, his verified account, he says it's Facebook for sale. You know, maybe he's looking to do the same thing. But Facebook at current trends before the election in the United States, at Facebook, Facebook at current trends, it was on track to have more dead people than living people on it by 2025 anyway. So that was already a dying platform. Why was it a dying platform? Because of what they did in 2016 with the Hillary Clinton election and the Trump election. That's why they were on self-destruct, because everybody was being cut off. Everybody's vision was being skewed. It was being swayed. It was being labeled as disinformation. If you talk bad about Hillary, 
people were were having political ads in favor of one candidate, not the other, being thrown in their faces on their Facebook feeds. And that was that was going on when Obama was being elected the first time and the second time. Those things were popping up all the t- all the time because I had people sitting here. Th- this is back when I was at, when I actually had a Facebook account. I didn't actually do anything with it, but I was traveling at the time a lot. And that was the easiest way for everybody to keep in touch. And so I thought, okay, fine. And I had it for messaging and that was all. Because that was before the mass messengers you could get on your uh, on your smartphones. You you know, you, they cost money to send international texts. So Facebook was the logical step. Uh, but that's what they did to get everybody into it. Uh, and then it changed. But this is back when I was on it. When I was on it, I would get ads. I, was sit- I remember I was sitting in an airport at the time when Obama was running for re-election. I was sitting in an airport terminal and I was at the gate. I was waiting on my flight. I was shaking my head because I was flipping through my uh, my phone. I was shaking my head and the woman sitting next to me, she says, what's the matter? And I said, I'm getting political ads on my phone from Facebook about Obama. And she said, really? I said, yeah. She says, did you sign up for those? And I said, no, no, I didn't. She says, total stranger to me. She says, I've been getting those too. So here, what are the odds, right? I'm sitting here in a, in a, in some random airport around the world and I'm next to a woman who I've never met and I'm complaining about ads that I'm getting political ads on my phone that are being shoved in my face that I don't care for and I don't agree with. And the woman asked me, what's the matter? I said, and I tell her and she says, you know, I'm having that same problem. Now, are, are you going to sit there and you're going to tell me that that's some kind of a coincidence? I don't think so. I don't think so. So Twitter, how do you get people back on Twitter? I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know. The damage is done, quite frankly. Same thing with Facebook. The damage is done. Companies, whenever they go through a period of, I don't know, bad press or a uh, public relations nightmare or something, whenever that happens, they always have to rebrand. That's what they do. They don't change what they actually do. They have to change the name. They change the logo. That's what they do. Facebook, bad name, right? Yeah, bad name. No one likes what they're doing these days. That's okay. We're going to rebrand. We're going to now be called Meta. Oh, and we're not going to do the social media thing anymore on your phones. No, no, no. Now we're going to put you into uh, the metaverse, right? Same evil, new face. Google? Oh, no, no, no. We're not, we're not Google anymore. We're Alphabet. See, we're simple. We're the ABCs. Yeah, we're, we're, we're the Alphabet. That's what we are. We're just a simple Alphabet company. That's all we do. Don't be evil. How about you just cross out don't? Right. Just Google be evil. Right. I mean, that's that, that's simple enough. The Babylon Bee actually did a thing on that the other day. They said, you know what? Just cross out don't in uh, in their slogan there. So how do you get people back onto Twitter? I'm not sure you do, even with Elon Musk doing a hostile takeover, if he even does something like that. Same thing with Facebook. How do you get people back onto that? I don't know. I don't know, because you can't just get on Facebook now and not have the metaverse with it. Right. Yeah. And well, you, you can't even. um if you're into this world, the the whole gaming scene and uh, uh, VR, you can't even use Oculus without having a Facebook account. The the thing is, though, with uh, Twitter, I, it's possible uh, if if he rebrands it, Twitter, and makes it clear that this is this is the um, uh, digital version of the um, public square and treats it as such and and gives. People basically, as long as you're not breaking the law, you can say whatever the hell you want. If that's the stance that they take, uh, honestly, I, I, I could see it becoming more. I could see more people getting on there uh, if if only to troll. I mean, seriously, I, I would I would uh, ponder making an account just to troll progressives, liberals, just to watch their heads explode. That, that would that would be entertaining to me. I, I, I just don't know if it's if it's 
he has enough name recognition. He has enough of a backing, if you will, from the younger generation. But the younger generation that kind of follows him anyway are already involved in Twitter or Snapchat or whatever the new thing is. Uh, I don't know. I'm old now, so I don't I don't keep up with the newfangled stuff. You mean you're not going to go in the metaverse, Bruce? Yeah, I'm I'm not. I'm not even I, I seen an article today talking about metaverse and you, you I have you, less than no interest, if that's even possible. You yeah, you murder someone in the metaverse. Murder. murder. Right. This you're is, kidding this me. This that actually goes on. This is a video game. Uh, you could actually get charged with murder if it was oh, done in a violent way. Door. In, in, oh, come in, in on. metaverse. That, that's, Give me a that's, break. I, I, clearly they've not for the last like what what 30 years now that that we've had uh 3d video games or at least a, a pseudo 3d you know 2d back back yeah, in the early yeah, days yeah, yeah. It, it, it there's been a constant battle of i remember when i was a kid mortal kombat you, you remember oh, yeah. how uh, they oh, yeah. were all up in arms all oh, this is going to create a generation that's going to be violent and all of this bs um yeah, studies show that actually if you play those kind of games and the violent and everything, it's actually a uh, place for the individuals that would be violent in the in the uh, real world. Yeah, it's, it's a medium for them to um, burn off those energies, if you will, and uh, makes them more docile in the real world. Uh, if, 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 the, if it was the case and video games created murderers, not only would I be a murderer, I would be a mass murderer. If that was the case, because of the number of video games I've played in my youth and the amount of competitive games where you, you shoot one another or blow one another up or whatever, it, 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 it's a bunch of BS. It is. It's nonsense. And everybody remembers as a kid, at least, you know, those of us that had it, everybody remembers as a kid that the Wolfensteins and the Dooms and everything else. I mean, come on. Right. Just that. What a bunch of nonsense. That was the that was the thing when you were the kid or Duck Hunt. Right. With Mario Brothers on the Nintendo. Yeah. Duck Hunt. You had the little gun thing. Uh, you were shooting ducks. Yeah. That kind of st- uh, you were clay shooting on TV. Yeah. Come on. Uh, there was there was some fun memories that I had with family members and yeah. friends yeah. going to the arcade and, and you know, doing hell. Uh, one of the, my favorite ones, uh, arcades, the arcade, the old classic arcades. arcade. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah, big yeah. machines. Yeah. Uh, I love pinball yeah, yeah. machines. Those are so rare pinball, these days. Yeah. Pinball. But, but so, that, that, so much fun. That That's kind of one you, you play by yourself. One do you play with a buddy or something was. Oh, uh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. You know the shooter Mortal ones? Mortal Kombat, Street Fighters. Yeah, they yeah. had the... Yeah, yeah but I, the I, was shooter ones. I was into the shooter ones, man. The shooter ones, yeah. We, I like the shooter ones. We would play for so long that my shoulders would be dead afterward. Like, I, I, I couldn't lift my arms. We played so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was yeah. there was one shooter one that we played. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of the name of it. It's been so long. It was the... Uh, it later came out on the uh, the consoles, which the console thing, that was kind of the death of, of arcades, but... It later came out on console. It was um, it had the band Aerosmith in it. I can't think what the name of it was, but you would your the guns would shoot CDs, and that's what it was. I I don't know. D- don't ask me why that was fun, but we played it in the arcade, and it was great. And it was great fun. Let's see. Was it? Uh, as soon as you say it, I'll know it. Was it Revolution X? Revolution X. That's it. Yep, that's the one. Yeah, Revolution X. That's what it was. Uh, but that that's what that's one of the games we played. It was again, it was a lot of fun. And then the Super Scope came. Okay, I can sit here and I could talk about this all day long. Let's move right along here. Many people would be watching video games and you know be out in the arcades and and those things were really popular. Same thing with 
Facebook, right? Social media, Twitter, right? These are popular platforms, or at least they used to be. Many people watch those things. Well, this is something else you could watch. CNN has launched their Plus network. And so it's, I guess it's kind of like Disney Plus. So now CNN Plus has launched. I might add, okay, so they launched it on the first day. On the second day, on the second day, they offered a lifetime 50% a month off discount if you subscribed for life. So you would get 50% off every month. That was the second day. They were charging full price the first day. And then apparently they found out that they didn't have as many viewers as they wanted. So they decided they were going to offer 50% off for those that would, for life, that would subscribe to a a lifetime uh, subscription to them. Do you want to take a guess at how many people have signed up to CNN Plus? Well, uh, I I read the article, so... um... I already know the number, but you do, uh, don't you? We actually, yeah. we both had the article. We weren't telling each other, and then he asked me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the uh, amount of people. It is dismal. It is dismal. If this is any kind of indication as to what their network viewership is, then I'd say that the ratings that we see are way overblown, as bad as they are. This is. Um, I actually know of some streamers that have more subscribers than CNN Plus. An entire multi-million dollar organization that that hires quote-unquote journalists and reporters and yeah, um, 10,000 people. 10,000 is all they have. That's so pathetic. I know people with many more than that. And how, let's see, the, uh, it was $6 a month. Okay. So is that all $6 it is? a month is how much it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, Bruce, so, if you sign up for the, if you sign up for the, uh, the, the lifetime membership, you get a 50% off discount. So you get it for $3 a month. Or if you go with the annual, it's $60 a year. Oh, so you get, you get two months off, uh, there. Interesting about, about this. Yeah. Quick math. That's only $60,000 a month. You're going to pay for one of your, uh, newscasters. That's it. That, that's I mean, they have multi-million dollar contracts. That's pretty close to what they're going to be making is is you probably wouldn't even pay for one of them. Um, that 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 is just absolutely. But seriously, uh, those of us that grew up with cable and uh, cable TV or satellite or whatever, you know, I, I remember the rabbit ears, you know. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And you had to place those, them in a, in, a, in the right spot to get yeah, the best signal. Yeah. Yeah. For those of us hanger. that that experienced all of this yeah with the coat hanger yeah why would i want to go from that ditching that and then having netflix and netflix having all the shows that i want now obviously i've never had netflix so i'm, I'm just speaking you know from from knowledge. well i take that back you're, um, you're missing every series of star trek they have that on there but that's because they want you to see that hey when you take bernie sanders communism this is what you get you know that kind of stuff yeah but but the only the only Star Treks I care about is TNG, uh, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, and Enterprise. They're Past all on. that I don't care. At least they, that's yeah. At least that's when I last checked. Yeah, all it's on it's also on Amazon as well. So yeah, there you go. Uh, there I'm you good go. there. Buy the and DVDs. Have, yeah, buy know. the complete. Yeah, buy the complete yeah, series the, yeah. for forty nine ninety nine on Blu Ray yeah. on uh, uh, you know down at your local store or buy them on Amazon and then you don't have to pay anything yeah. ever again. I, I think we have all of them on DVD and Blu Ray. Uh, it's the the ones I listed. So yeah, we'll, we'll get by the there. time um, by the time you pay for Netflix for for three months, you've already paid for an entire series of whatever yeah. you want to watch. Yeah. So the why would I want to go from that Netflix having everything I wanted 
And then we had the other ones, you know, Hulu, uh, Amazon, Apple, you know, okay. Yeah, uh, that's still cheaper. Even if you subscribe to all of them at once at the time, that was still cheaper than cable. Now you have every single studio has their own subscription service. Now you have like 50 different subscription services and your your bill, if you want to have all of those shows to watch on tap, is more than what it was when you had cable. Why the hell would I want to add CNN to the list when I'm already paying for entertainment? Uh, I, I'm, I'm, if I'm okay, if you're in a, a relationship or you have kids or whatever the situation is, why the hell am I going to pay for CNN Plus to watch a bunch of talking heads when uh, I get home from work and I'm spending time with my significant other or my kids and you're going to watch a show together over dinner or whatever it is your tradition is? Why the hell would I want to pay for CNN to do that? I'm not going to sit around the table and, and watch CNN with the family. No. Bruce, you're missing out on you're missing out on all of that expert journalism, the hard, in-depth interviews, the hard-hitting, in-depth interviews. You're missing out on all that. The ones that are the ones that are going to ask the real questions. Did, did you hear? Did you hear about the? Uh, did you hear about the the uh, conference that the Atlantic put on the other day? Uh, it was called the disinformation and erosion of democracy, and they had CNN's oh, is, Brian Stelter up on stage. Yeah, yeah. Is this the the one where the college kid asks him the question? Yes, and stuff? I've got it's it. It's like okay, it's lunch. <laughs> yeah, I've got it right here. Let's just let's just play that. Uh, hi, thank you for coming. Uh, my name is Christopher Phillips. I'm a first year at the college. Uh, my question is for Mr. Stelter. Uh, you've all spoken extensively about Fox News being a purveyor of uh, disinformation, uh, but CNN is right up there with them. They push the Russian collusion hoax. They push the Jesse Smollett hoax. They smeared Justice Kavanaugh as a rapist, and they also smeared Nick Salmon as a white supremacist. And yes, they dismissed the Hunter Biden laptop affair as pure Russian disinformation. Uh, with mainstream corporate journalists becoming little more than uh, apologists and cheerleaders for the regime, is it time to finally declare that the uh, the canon of journalistic ethics is dead or no longer operative? Uh, all the mistakes of the mainstream media and CNN in particular seem to magically all go in one direction. Are we expected to believe that this is all just some sort of random coincidence or is there something else behind it? Give that kid it's a too job. bad. It's time for lunch. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, there's a, there's a clock that says 30 seconds. But, but I think my honest answer to you, and I will, I'll come over and talk in more detail after this, is that I think you're describing a different channel than the one that I watch. <laughs> uh, but I understand that that is a popular right-wing narrative Yeah, because you're CNN. watching Netflix. I think it's important when we talk about shared reality and democracy, all these networks, all these news outlets have to defend democracy. And when they screw <laughs> up, admit it. Uh, but when mm -hmm. Benjamin Hall, the Fox correspondent, was wounded in Ukraine, the news crews at CNN mm -hmm. and the New Pivot. York Times yeah, stopped what they were doing. And uh -huh. They tried to help. They tried to help him get out of the country. Mm -hmm. They tried to find the dead crew members. That's what news outlets okay. do. That's how they actually do work together to your question about sharing those kinds of connections and trust. But you didn't we don't talk question. about it enough, though. You, we you don't share that reality about question. how that happens. <laughs> and with regards to the regime, I think you mean the President Biden? The regime. The last time I spoke with a Biden aide, we yelled at each other. So that's the reality of the news well, business. That's because you the can't get on the same see, page about anything. People don't hear. They imagine that it's a, a situation that simply is not. But I think your question... It speaks to the failure of journalism 
to show our work and show the reality of how our profession operates. We have a lot of work to do, I think. Oh, you got a lot of work to do. I think that's an understatement. I think that's an understatement. There's not enough work that these people can do to regain their credibility that they have lost. There's nothing they can do. Their time's over. Well, uh, I do know that the kid... Uh, um Give him a job. Yeah, Stelter. Give, give him a job. Yeah. Let, let that, him, that was that, well that done. kid would do better that would do better at, at so-called journalism, even if he didn't have a journalism degree. Hell, we're not journalists. We just sit up here and we talk about the events of the day. That's all we do. Yeah. We're not we're not like college degree holding journalists. No, no, when no. When you really no. look at what we do, it it, it kind of is it is a form of journalism and it's concerned citizens that's it we're just concerned citizens that's all because the medium's changed we're also part of this machine now technically i mean we're we're we're, truth be told yeah but we're 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 trying to be a a, uh we're trying to grind the gears of this thing and and throw a monkey wrench in it you know truth be told i really don't even and i've i've said this on many occasions it's not a secret i don't want to sit here and do this I, I really don't want to sit here and do this. I got other things to do. I really do. I'm missing out on so many things right now that I could be doing to better myself. That That's not to say I'm going to go off and, uh, and and go back to sleep and because that's just not possible. But I mean, go back and watch Netflix or uh, or be immersed in video games 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I just can't do that. There's other things that I want to do and other aspects that I want to improve upon myself. And sitting here doing this every day, it kind of hinders that a little bit. Not that I don't appreciate the, the work that we do uh, and the time and the effort we put into it. And not to mention the fact all the listeners that somehow or another put up with you know our nonsense every day, uh, which we appreciate very much. But I, I really don't want to sit here and do this every day. It, maybe that right there, maybe that's a telltale sign. Maybe that's the tell right there is that's why we're sitting here doing this is because we don't want to do it. But we feel as though it's our civic duty to sit here and do it to counter exactly what's on that stage, as you just said. Some of the best politicians that we had in history were, I don't want to be here. I want to be on my farm or I want to be with my family or I want to be running my business. They don't want to be in the positions they're in. And they're some of the best ones that we've had. Same situation here. We don't want to be here. We have other things to do. But the problem is, is because of the situation and the way things are going, we feel like we have to be here to try to stand against this tide. So supposedly Stelter went and talked to this kid afterward. Uh-huh. Uh, the, 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 the kid uh, tweeted this out and okay. said that he continued to evade all the questions that he had asked and never answered any of them. Honestly, they're, they're very skilled at that. Uh, if you watch any of the CNNs or, you know, the, the MSNBC and all of them, they're, they're all. Yeah, I actually watched a, a CNN, uh, a CNN. I actually watched a C-SPAN call in. You know how the, uh, on C-SPAN, they, the viewer can actually call in. Uh, they have that. It's just it's on their network, but it's not really televised. And Brian Stelter was on C-SPAN one day and a viewer called in. I remember seeing this. This viewer just rips into Stelter about how he's a liar and his network is nothing but a bunch of liars. They're torpedoing the country by just their their sorry excuse for what they call journalism and uh, and everything else. And a lot of the points that the kid there was just bringing up, that kind of stuff. And Stelter's just sitting there looking in the camera, listening to all of it, nodding, nodding with a smile on his face. And again, doesn't answer a single thing, doesn't respond to any of it, just goes on. Oh, really? That's too bad. Breaking. Gilbert Gottfried uh, has just passed away at the age of 67. Yeah, after a long illness. Uh, that was according to the family. We're heartbroken to announce uh, after a long illness, blah, 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 blah. Uh, don't know what I'm, I'm assuming cancer or something. I didn't know he was ill. 
That's too bad. He was a uh, he was a pretty funny guy. Uh, he had one of those voices you just couldn't forget. He was always screaming and shouting every time he talked about anything. But yeah. uh, he was he was genuinely he was a funny guy. He was a funny comic. I thought. I, I agree. He he was. Um, I mean, you know, some of the like any comedian, the jokes are are a bit crude and, yeah. and whatnot. But uh, yeah, still still funny. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about so, what on that. Let's talk about something funny, shall we? Let, let's talk about something funny. So in Alaska. There was an interesting thing that happened over the skies of Alaska. On Thursday morning, footage of a bizarre cloud formation over Alaska's Lazy Mountain sparked a, uh, a Twitter storm and a Facebook storm. People on, on social media were just going crazy about it. Uh, and I'm sitting here looking at pictures of this. And Bruce, I sent some pictures over to you last night of this black and gray streak. It looks like it's coming straight out of the sky. It was going entirely too slow to be an asteroid. Uh, or or a meteor or, or whatever. Uh, it was going or uh, meteorite. It was going entirely uh, asteroid. Yeah, we'd have known that. Uh, but it was going entirely too slow for it to be that. And it certainly didn't look like any kind of aircraft that I had ever seen. Uh, and usually when you see that type of trail behind something, that typically depicts that something is on fire uh, or something is about to crash. The Alaska State Troopers, which they take care of pretty much everything up there out to the remote parts and things like that. They've got helicopters and bush pilots and bush planes and all the rest of it, all-terrain vehicles and utility vehicles, things that they get back into the parts of the country that most human beings usually don't see. So they need they need to get back in there. They flew over to do a reconnaissance mission in the area to find out what it was. And wouldn't you know it, they didn't find anything, nothing. There was nothing at all that they found. An official story has now been released saying that, well, it was it was simply a contrail for a commercial jet. That's all it was. Maybe. Uh, the reason I say maybe is this was twilight hours. So the, the, the sun was going down. Color palettes and everything start to shift at that time of day. And there was a video I just watched uh, for comparison. This is a... Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm a little curious. This right here, this one over here. So th this one, does this look like a contrail to a commercial jet to you? Well, that's, I, I, I know the, it would explain the bottom right picture there. Uh, and the reason that it has the four columns, uh, it would kind of explain that. But the, the lighting being twilight and everything, that would kind of explain the, the colored palette shift. Well, there's a little bit of a problem. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you're, uh, you're, you're incorrect there. I'm just saying that typically when you see a contrail for a jet... It's going horizontal. It's not going vertical. A little bit of a difference there. It's it's possible. And it's typically not black. If you look at the colorations of, of some of the pictures, um, the other cloud cover is also, I don't know, just the way the lighting is and everything, it, it, it matches the other cloud cover in the in the area. So it, it could just be lighting. The, the thing is, is 100% this is man-made. 100%. This is not an asteroid. This is not a... A meteor or any of those well, kind they didn't of find anything so you yeah. don't know which it it could well it's 100 percent not i mean it, it it the shape and everything of what that's we not, can see is i understand just, that's there's this no, picture right here that's, that's not, not a, that. that's not a commercial jet that is not a commercial jet well so there's there's a slight problem with that picture i've seen other pictures that were not as enhanced shall we say and how dare you take a line from the ccp how dare you it doesn't have as uh huh uh the the one on the right that's yeah. the that's the same, same picture, picture that yeah yeah and it's not as clear cut and square as 
uh, that picture. It almost looks like they did a little bit of contrast changing yeah. or, or ran it through yeah. some AI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, it tried to define the points. And then the other thing is this video is an example of a, a contrail. And that's pretty damn close to what we've seen. Yeah, okay, but again, is, you, you run into the problem of it, it, it's it's pretty vertical. Yeah, um, it is vertical. And then this picture over here, um, you've got the things that are peeling off of it. That's not what a contrail does. Not usually, no. Uh, that that's not usually what a contrail does. So I don't know that that this contrail uh, that they're showing in an example. That's pretty close. Like if this was a, if that if that was a four engine aircraft, I imagine the way the 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 clouds are that are being formed are are rotating inward. I would yeah. imagine it would it would create the same kind of cyclones that we're seeing sure. in in the other pictures. Sure. Um. But the 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 way the tendrils are are branching off of there, that doesn't <laughs> not, seem that is not that is not a contrail. Yeah. So I don't know what that is. Honestly, I I really don't. We were theorizing last night. Uh, when we were looking at this stuff and you, one of the theories that you put forth and which is a it, which is an interesting theory i have to say test of a hypersonic missile that was the first thing that came across because this is which in alaska anything. in alaska that would alaska. make sense because we're right there on on russia and russia's now i don't know if i don't know if people know this or not but russia has been um advising us i'll just say advising us that you know that we made that deal to buy alaska from them for what was it like 25 million dollars or whatever it was we made that deal a long time ago now russia's saying that wasn't a sale that was a lease that they're actually saying that now so it would make sense to put something up there to kind of deter and then of course <laughs> the remoteness of it all it'd be a great place to test it yeah if if, it, if they just leased it um what happened to that lynn lease thing that we did you know for world war ii that well, you guys never no, that, paid back no and, that never happened know. no see that never happened oh, if, as a oh. matter of fact if you were if you were yeah. no, see it wasn't it wasn't the americans that defeated the germans no no it wasn't if you look at soviet history that never happened it was all soviet might that defeated fascism if you right right then and, you and it, your yeah. tanks were were made out of uh Soviet steel, right? Yeah, and aluminum. Yeah, it well, had of course. Nothing to do with American steel or American no, aluminum. No no, 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 no. Of course not. Didn't have anything to do with the armaments or the uh, uh, all the materials we gave them or the um, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. telephones. I've got documented evidence of all that Lend Lease program. I was actually going over it with you one day, and mm -hmm. uh, it was mm -hmm. quite fascinating. We never got a dime back for that, but we got Alaska. So yeah, yeah, we got Alaska. I mean, I, I, I think it's a, and we even paid them for that. So like, we did. Even if they're saying that it's a uh, that they just you know leased it to us. Sorry, you went back on your debts. We're keeping it. I don't know the hypersonic thing though. I could buy that. I, I really could buy that. In, in this case, I, I could buy it. To me, just going off of that theory, assuming that that's what it is, just working on that, you've got the deniability, the plausible deniability. That's the first red flag because what you're going to believe a bunch of known liars that have been sitting there lying to you about COVID and been trying to kill you for the last three years. Yeah, nothing to see here. Move along. Weather balloons, right? That's what that is. That's a weather balloon. Remote area. And it looks to me like it was either during the test, something broke up. That would be my guess. Uh, and it crashed. Whatever was left of the uh, the projectile that maybe they lost control of. And it was a it was a crash. That's my guess. Yeah. The the other thing, no, being as I, I lived in the mountains for a time, there there is an element of even though an aircraft is going, let's say, north, south. If it's going over a mountain range, it can make it look like it's it's going down or, you know, going in, in, a, in a vertical instead of horizontal. Only seeing pictures and, and whatnot, it, it's difficult to really... I wasn't there. I can't really say this is what it was. The other thing is, is 
when they went to investigate, how soon did they investigate? Was it uh, after the quote unquote contrails had cleared? So they had no reference point? Because um, we don't know, being as it's from a distance, we don't know how big the contrails are, quote unquote contrails. Uh, we don't know how big the object is. So because you don't know those two references, you don't know how far away that object is. They may not have flown out far enough to try to find it. Here's my next question. And I, I think we're kind of ignoring guilty as charged. I think we're kind of ignoring the obvious question here. Who took the photo? There, 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 there's a lot of photos in that uh, uh, collage. Maybe it was, um, well, all the collages I've seen anyway, there, there's a lot of different photos. Is it the same person that took a whole bunch or is it a, a different? I don't know. It looks to me like it's all the same photos that they just took in different uh, uh, in different angles is all. So like, for example, I took a whole bunch of photos yesterday for the one that uh, we were discussing for all those uh, supposed chemtrails we were discussing. And I took different photos. It was all basically in the same area, but it was at different angles. Yeah, but uh, the, the problem with some of the photos is it's coming in uh, at a right slant in some photos and in others it's coming in on a left slant. Uh-huh. So okay. that if was it's such a remote area at a different angle. Yeah, it, then there had to have been okay, there had to have been two three different uh photographers there. Yeah, from from miles miles apart uh would be my Well, and the other thing is if you look at the pictures, some of the pictures have like a a, a blue hue to it, uh blue saturation. So they had a daylight filter on. And then you have some other ones that are more of a yellow uh, they, they they have a, a slightly different, you know, like I forget which one it was. One setting is for day and one or, or evening twilight and another setting is for daytime to try to get the color palette right. So basically the images look like they're from different cameras. Some of them, I don't know. They just released like 1500 pages of, of documents on UFOs. Any other time, any other time in, in the history, that would have been like front page news. So, as you said, they've lied to us for the last two years. They've lied to us about the Russian hoax. They've lied to us about so much. Hell, they've been lying to us since uh, WMDs. So for 20 years, they've been lying to us uh, within our political awareness time. How do we know this was just an airline contrail, even a military aircraft contrail, and not some military test? Or, God forbid, that is some alien tech that's landing and now we're all doomed. <laughs> Couldn't be any worse than what we've got now. Whether you believe in aliens or not, the way that these people are behaving, I mean, my God, can you imagine? Can you imagine if we actually had another peaceful humanoid species that would visit us? These are the people they would have to deal with. Can you imagine that? They have to speak on the on behalf of humanity. These people are scum. Isn't that awful? Some of the some of the sorry, I was laughing because some of the, the comment section on the, the, the articles talking about. Oh, yeah. It, what's, what do they say? Uh, CNN said it was the smoke rising from the portable uh, crematorium chambers of the Russians burning civilian pregnant women and children from the Ukraine, oh, which God's they sake. moved to Alaska to hide their crimes against humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the people that come up with those comments, I've always been told whenever you go to uh, like a supposed news site or something like that, whenever you go to an art or go to an article, read the comments. Uh, those are usually the best ones. But anyway, I'm sure by the time this airs, we will have an answer. But at the moment, we don't have an answer. Do we know what's happened with the New York City 
uh, shooting bomb, smoke bomb, gas mask guy. D- d- do we know what's happened with that yet? Because I've got photos of the thing on the platform. I've got photos of the or and videos that have been posted already of the uh, the trains that were rolling in and people running off of them and their smoke pouring out of the thing. And yeah, they found unexploded ordinances. Remember yesterday, there were some manhole covers that got blown off in uh, uh, in and around Times Square in New York. Uh, and then now today this happens. So what, they couldn't get enough people riled up yesterday, so they've got to do it today. First of all, do we know whether or not at this point, was he wearing a MAGA hat? No, but we do know the um, the color of the individual. Um, uh-huh. So there was 29 injured. And I think the the 20, uh-huh. the 29, it's not like 29 were injured from gunshot wounds and shrapnel or whatever. Some of those injuries were also smoke inhalation and were not uh, non-life threatening. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the majority uh, of the injured, I think, are stable. Uh, the ones that were critically injured are also stable. Uh, the last I read, uh, I don't think there's any deaths uh, as of yet. Uh, hopefully it stays that way. Um, and I do know there was a pregnant woman as well administered to the hospital. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Um, if this were any other state and she died, he would be charged with two murders, uh, two counts of murder. But in uh, New York City, that would not be the case. But that's a side story. They haven't found the suspect yet from what I'm seeing. The smoke was actually he had thrown some smoke grenades and uh, the bombs that they found or ordinance that they found uh, was unexploded uh, as well. So. Um, yeah, bad ordeal. Um, not sure if it's a hate crime or domestic terrorism or terrorism. Not sure on the motive yet. And the reason I say it's a hate crime, it was a, a black male and many of the victims were Asian. And if you look at the, the police statistics... And Asian, the videos. And the videos, yes. Hate crimes done against Asians, something like 80-some percent of them are perpetrated by black males. So... Kind of fits the statistics. I want to know, as a concerned citizen myself, I want to know, and as somebody that spent time working in New York and frequenting a lot of establishments up there, riding the subway myself, I want to know how anything like this could have happened in the city, county, and state of New York when firearms are illegal. How can that happen? How on earth can that happen? That's what I want to know. That's the most important question. That's what Mayor Eric Adams should be out asking today. How could this have happened? How could this have happened? We have a total gun ban in this city. How can there be a shooting? Yeah, because as we know, every would-be murderer or, um, you know, uh, assault with a weapon, any of those kind of, you know, um, any any criminal uh, sees that uh, there's a law against firearms. I, I just, I, I, I won't, I won't use a firearm. I'll just use something else. Do you remember the the? Uh, it's been, it's been a few years, but uh, these kids went in. They uh, they shot up a school. It was a Parkland school shooting. You remember that in Florida? Yeah, that that yeah, thing. Yeah, where mm-hmm. where David Hogg got his fifteen minutes claim to fame for going home and hiding in his closet. Uh, but he said he was at the school, and everybody believed him when he lied about it. They had a gun free zone sign next to the door of the entrance of the school. And Maxine Waters, Congresswoman Maxine Waters, she said, it's clear what happened. The sign just wasn't big enough. So maybe they need to start putting those gun-free zone signs on the subway cars in New York. Maybe the MTA needs to start putting those things up. I mean, maybe it, it's it's worked so well every other place that we've seen it. You know, it's it's interesting. Um, gun gun crimes are so horrible and and there's so many people that die of, because of guns, and and I'm not uh, I'm not meaning to be facetious in saying that gun crimes are not horrible. 
they are when we see these shootings and whatnot. It is terrible. However, I don't see these kind of crimes happening at gun shows. I, I, I don't see these kind of crimes happening where guns are abundantly present and ammunition. I, I don't see these kind of crimes happening all the time, all over the place at like um, gun stores. I, I, I don't see that happening there. In fact, every every location that has uh, firearms allowed and is visibly there, usually there is no gun crime there. Uh, and if there is any kind of crime that happens, it's usually the the perpetrator is usually dealt with in in a, in a timely fashion. Yeah. So oh, course, uh, basically, what I'm you getting don't, at is you don't pay yeah. attention to you just don't pay attention to those those shootings at the police stations. Yeah. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah, yeah, all the shootings at the police stations and the <laughs> Yeah. You notice yeah. they never target police stations <laughs> because they wouldn't make it past the parking lot. That's why. Same thing, same thing in the establishments that I listed there. They they would not make it. They might be able to get like one or two people injured and then at that point they're they're dead themselves. I I just I just can't handle it the stupidity. I saw one of those ridiculous political cartoons one time and this guy is it was New York, right? This guy is is sitting there with his hands up. Guy's mugging him. He's pointing a gun in his back and he's lifting his wallet out of his back pocket. And the guy that's getting robbed says, you can't do this to me. And the guy says, why not? And he says, you're not allowed to use a gun. They're illegal here. <laughs> the guy that's mugging him says, you're also a dumbass. More guns mean less crime. A responsible, well-meaning gun culture that is established at a very young age, such as what we had, taught at five years old, learned about it coming up by the family, by organizations we were involved with, with gun clubs, these types of things. As you go through life, this culture develops. And then as you have a family of your own, you pass that same culture on to your children and your grandchildren, and then they pass it on to theirs. When you take away guns, the only thing you do is you take them away from the honest people. Period. End of story. Full stop. That is not a debate. The total gun bans that you have in places like New York, Chicago, Miami, L.A., uh, pick your favorite blue city. I don't care which one it is. All of those gun bans are unconstitutional and illegal. The Second Amendment is ironclad. That doesn't mean that you can go in with a city ordinance and overrule it. They swear an oath to the Constitution, too, you know, just so you know. They all swear an oath to the same Constitution, and it's not a state Constitution either. Look at all these cities, all these cities that I just named, and many, many more. Seattle, Portland, God, Portland, all these cities, all these blue cities. Tell me where the highest crime rate is. Look at Chicago. Chicago, you got more killings in Chicago than we had in the last 20 years of Afghanistan. You got more killings now in the Bronx than we've had any in the last 15 years. Crime in the Upper West Side of New York is up 270% from two years ago. I don't even want to think what the uh, the statistic is now. Fifth Avenue, you know Fifth Avenue? You know the shopping place everybody raves about? It's boarded up. It's boarded up. You seen Fifth Avenue lately? It's boarded up. Most of it. You got more people spraying graffiti and shooting needles in their arms, laying in the gutters out there, than you have legitimate businesses. And what goes with those types of things that I just mentioned? Crime. A lot of it. You want to know why gun crime to that level happens in New York? Because of everything that I just mentioned. You take away people's guns. You take away people's rights to defend themselves. Period. End of story. Those people got shot today in New York. And believe me, I feel for them. There's no reason for that. Those people that got shot in New York, 
Never should have happened. And if it happened to one person, that should have been the end of it because someone else should have stood up and ended it right then and there. You got anything else? Yeah, I would I would also say uh, uh, going along with this um, gun rights and everything, you know, I, I thought the left was about, you know, women's rights and all those kind of things. And if you're truly concerned about women's rights, uh, you would be pushing for women to get firearms because um, it's a great equalizer. Uh, you, you have a woman being assaulted by a man. Uh, guess what? A gun is a, a great equalizer in that scenario. She can defend herself. I am a, a strong advocate of, of women being able to not only being able to, but also carrying a firearm and being that's trained to feminism. use it. That's real feminism right yeah. there. That is. Yeah. And I, if that's if that's what feminism is, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I want women to be able to protect themselves against a, an assailant. Um, you know, we, we've talked about it before and we're not science deniers here. Men are typically more physically capable than women. That's just the general standard. So if you remove their ability to have an equalizer, that means women are, are easy prey for a, a, a criminal. You know, I was actually reading about something along those lines today, and I think I still have it. Uh, where is it? I do. Women across the country, in the, this is in the US, women across the country are being stalked using Apple AirTags. Did you see this? Yeah, I did. I did see that headline. Yeah. I didn't go in and read it because I'm like, well, of course they are. Like, you created a tracking device that can be mounted <laughs> to anything. What? Of, of course the they're being of a, tracked. It's the size of a quarter. You can toss yeah. that thing anywhere. You walk past some woman, you can just drop it in her purse. Yeah. It, 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 it's like, of course, you. aren't they like magnetic as well or something? Like, you could yeah, just, you just put it on the wheel it, well of the car stick or it to something. Stick the under, like, underside of the car. Yeah. It, it, it's just, uh, of course they're tracking. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 yeah. When I first saw these things. I'm like, tell me this is like, just tell me this is a joke. And again, how is it sold to everybody? Oh, you'll never lose anything again. Yeah, you won't. <laughs> you certainly won't. Yeah, true. Yeah. You know, th- that's the problem, though. That's the problem with society in general, because we don't have a moral, just society anymore. That is actually a a, a device that we should never have to have. Like it, it should never have crossed our minds that we need a tracking device for our products because they might get stolen or lost. That should not. If you're a responsible individual, you shouldn't lose it in the first place. And then you shouldn't have it stolen because society should be a moral, just society. So you shouldn't need a tracking device. But now that we, because we're in the scenario and we have tracking devices, they're being used for criminal purposes. Go figure. Hence another reason why people should be allowed to defend themselves because of creeps like this that use things like that to perpetuate crimes on innocent people. Okay, we're going to go ahead and kick out of here a few minutes early. For those of you who would like to send us an email, we would love to hear from you. Please do so anytime by dropping us a line at dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. Also, do you like the podcast you're listening to? We do love having you as a listener, and we would humbly ask you to pass this along to five friends. That's all, just five friends. Do you know someone you're trying to wake up? Do you know someone you're trying to get to think on their own? We would appreciate it very much if you would send them our direction. So thank you for being here today, Bruce. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.